0: Hey everybody, welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. My name is Craig and sitting across from me is the one and only Brandon. Brandon Chenault. Hey, how's it going today? It is good. How about yourself? Not too bad considering uh, the weather Ugh. and uh, can you believe how windy and how cold it was yesterday? It, it actually the, the high yesterday was like at two o'clock in the morning, which was like 42. Right. And then as the day progressed on, it just kept getting I, lovelier. Yeah,
1: lovelier. It wouldn't have been bad if the wind wouldn't have been blowing twenty miles an hour. No, went, that wind
0: was piercing.
1: Yeah, I sat in a tree stand yesterday evening, afternoon, about three o'clock on, and uh two thirty, something like that. Did you catch anything? I didn't catch anything. A cold or anything? I, no, okay. didn't catch a single thing <laughs> or kill anything or anything. But but no, the wind was brutal. It was hitting me right in the face. But I so I kinda turned my back to it and was shielding myself. But there were a couple of times like I'm standing in the tree stand, you know, eighteen feet off the ground. I thought I was gonna fall out. You were going going down. That wind hit me in the back. I wouldn't have went too far. I was connected with my safety harness, but still, wouldn't have been pleasant. (laughs) No, it wouldn't have been. Or you get hung up there, you just be swinging, right? (laughs) And
0: and we find you a couple weeks later just swinging, you know, (laughs) right? Oh, guys! So, uh, yeah, the weather's been changing. Uh, Wednesday is December the first, so we're going to be smack into the whole Christmas season, and we're there
1: already. Yeah, we
0: we are actually there, and I've been trying to talk Brandon into every um, time that RCC is open, and we got people walking in the halls that we um, this music plays. I think this would be awesome. Just get you in the Christmas spirit, get you in the Christmas mood. What do you think?
1: I love it. I, I think it's a great idea. We need to make it happen. Let's do it, right? It, it makes me think that I the movie has ended, and so it's just there on the home screen. And that's what it plays on the home screen. <laughs> it of does. Elf you're right. Whenever we had the DVD, and so <laughs> you're right. It does. Yeah, I remember that, that is. Yeah, that's a great movie. I guess my kiddos, while I was hunting yesterday, watched The Polar Express. That's oh, okay. Yeah, that's Christian's favorite movie. That's yeah. really, really well done. You know, there's a creepy, creepy part in that movie there's when a couple creepy parts in Santa the game, yeah.
0: comes in mm-hmm. and you remember they got Frank Sinatra singing, yes. you, know, you better watch out yep. Santa Claus. And then they slow his voice down where he's it's like, I was like, I was creeped out when I saw And then all the elves
1: start to sing and it's just yeah, high pitched. Exactly.
0: You're like, what is going on here? Right. Good. It is a good movie though. All right. So, um, give me your top two or three christmas movies.
1: Mmm. Elf would be in my top in my top 3. Okay. Um have not watched it for a couple years, watched it almost every year growing up, but A Christmas Story. Okay. Love a Christmas Story. Okay. Um and The Polar Express would be up there. I'm a big fan of like the the oldies, like The Grinch, the cartoon. Okay. Um you know, a Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh those, yeah, those are good. Those there. Yeah, those are um, awesome. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of,
0: a lot of good ones. So if you had to pick one Christmas movie to watch during the month of December, which one would it be? Elf. Really? Yeah. Elf. I love to laugh. <laughs> it is pretty good. News. It's funny. How about when he sprays that perfume? Yeah, it's like <laughs> passion fruit spray. Oh, thank it's you. Like,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> what about you?
0: Oh man, I, uh, I'm a big, um, I, oh man. White I, Christmas. I'm a, huh? White Christmas. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I lean to that. It's... The color, the, the music, the acting. Uh, you can't beat Bing's voice. You can't. You yeah, got Danny Kaye and Rosemary yep. Clo- mm-hmm. Clooney and Alan, Vera Ellen. And I mean, those, those four are just fabulous on the screen together. And what about your other one? Die Hard. Uh, and your other one. Well, it's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. It is, and and I, you know, and I know that people. uh, This movie gets kind of a bad rap because I think it's been overplayed a lot. But I really do like. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Okay. I, I love that movie. The and old I, the older one. Yes. Yeah. And I have actually been watching the color vi- colorized version over the last few years. And that actually makes it a little bit different. But okay. the acting in that is just superb. And Edmund Gwynn, who plays Santa Claus yep. in that. Yep. The, he is such a fabulous actor. I'm spellbound, I by the I haven't seen that, that one in a while. I'm going to have yeah. to go home and watch it. He's now. just perfect. He's yeah. just perfect at that. But, you know, if I had to pick like, uh, you know, it would, it would definitely be White Christmas. It would definitely be uh miracle on thirty fourth street it would be you know it's a wonderful life uh, but if i you know if i did that and had to choose something more up to date i, I- um, I like Jingle All the Way. Oh, okay. That was put out like yep. 25, 26 years ago mm-hmm. with Arnold. That, and Sinbad. Yep. Fabulous. I love Sinbad. Funny movie. You talk about laughing. I mean, yep. it's just one thing after another. Um, I also like Crispus with the Cranks. Okay. For some reason, yep. I love that movie. It's just everybody, you know, that's in that. You know, you got yep. Tim Allen and Dan Aykroyd and.
1: We do, speaking of Tim Allen, we do like the Santa Claus movies a lot. I do like, and I was going to say the Santa yeah, Claus movie. They're good.
0: The first one is superb. Yep. Um, and the other ones are good too. The yes. second one is good. Third well, one not so good. Good, I, I but, like
1: the yeah I like the one with Martin Short. Yeah, well, that would be the third one. The third one. I yeah. I just like Martin Short. He's yeah. he's pretty funny.
0: Yeah, he's he is funny. You're he right. Um, he was.
1: Um, what else was he in? Oh, he was in the one movie with um um Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Yes, the, uh, Father of the Bride. Father of the Bride. Yeah, he was funny yeah.
0: in that. Yeah. yeah, that was really good. Yeah, that was super good. But yeah, and then you know, and I haven't watched it in a few years. And, you know, once again, you know, we talk about. You know back to the future and the language mm-hmm. and all that but man i i don't know die hard is, yeah that might be the guy's ultimate christmas right. movie you know i mean i don't know
1: yeah disney came out with a couple of their There were shorter movies there the a olafs years ago. no
0: they got a new Great. olaf coming out did you do see they? that yeah no. it's re-
1: supposed to be released friday oh cool well these are this is called prep and landing and prep and landing too and it's about elves who do okay. the prep and landing for santa claus it's just really well done it's cute it's funny it, it's just it's it's pretty good. So you have to watch that. Yeah, I will have to try if you get that. Access to my Disney Plus account. Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <Okay, up. laughs> Sounds good. Hey,
0: you guys, if you're listening right now and you have not already subscribed to this uh, channel and to keep up to date, why don't you go ahead and do that right now while you're listening and go ahead and subscribe so you'll just be ready to go when get the, the next one notification notification comes button. around.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Get that ready to roll. Okay. So, um, I, you know, you've been listening to Christmas music. I've been listening yeah. to Christmas music and, um, and I, and I, and I have a tendency to lean back toward the oldies yep. of, you know, Christmas with, you know, Gene Altry and Perry Como oh, yeah. and Crosby, and Nat King Cole and, and all that. And, but with some of that, some of those are really good because yes. you forget,
1: um, you know. I love Nat King Cole's voice. I've been listening to, I've got the K Love app on my phone. And listen to their channel, and they play everything from newer Christian stuff to older stuff. Okay. I wish they would take some of it out. Like, I don't want to hear Amy Grant. Like, I don't care to hear Amy Grant's music. No. Um, And Jewel. I don't care for Jewel's voice. I will gladly listen to Nat King Cole – And I will gladly listen to Bing and all, and Gene Autry and all of that and the newer stuff. But there's some of that is like, why play that version?
0: So when I was coming into church today, uh, I was listening to the holiday tradition channel on Mm -hmm. Sirius XM and, um, Bing, uh, not Bing, but uh, Nat King Cole was singing, um, Oh Holy Night and I had forgotten. How good that was! Nat King Cole's voice, his voice, he, his voice is it good. is flawless. He probably has ten notes in his entire
1: right his repertoire. Range, yeah.
0: But I'm telling you what, he hits everyone flawlessly, and it was it was good. And then um, they followed that up by uh, Brendan Lee, Brenda Lee, rocking
1: around oh, the yeah, Christmas yeah. tree. So That's a good one.
0: You can't go wrong with Oh Holy Night and
1: rocking around <laughs> right, the Christmas yeah. tree. It's, it's kind right? of a, <laughs> an awkward transition there, but my favorite version, Oh Holy Night, is is my all-time favorite christmas song i love to sing it I let me guess know.
0: who your favorite artist is doing that okay cheech and chong
1: yes i thought so no my favorite artist doing that one is josh groban right love josh groban's voice doing that he's actually
0: going to be here sunday night with you singing he that. Is. Right,
1: okay yep man spoiler <laughs> right yeah i wish um no i, I like a lot of michael buble's christmas stuff too i, I like michael's voice um, seems like a good guy, I know he took a break there his um his i think his daughter had cancer or some kind of really? illness there a few years ago, and he took wow a break i didn't from, know that yeah um but he, from what i 've seen he seems like a really great guy, and his voice is just is smooth, pretty smooth yeah yeah but it, yeah it it's it, it, it you're right he's good he's um
0: you know he does he does He's likable he, he does the songs very well yeah. um it's just really hard for me sometimes to I am such a Frank Sinatra buff and I've listened to his songs so much when somebody else does them. Really hard for me to listen to. Right. But yeah, you're right. He does. There's some things that he pop, he pops out. You're like, wow, that was off the charts good. Yeah. He's, he's, he's pretty good.
1: And, and obviously for me, you know, you said I've been listening to music, Christmas music for quite a while now. And when you're in worship ministry and you're leading worship ministry and you're thinking ahead, you know, I'm planned out through December night of worship every Sunday. The Christmas Eve service, you and I planned that last week, and so you know I've had to kind of start listening to that. But I love you know what a lot of our newer Christian artists have done with with some of these Christmas songs too. Chris Tomlin's done a great job of kind of revamping some of them and, and everything. But Phil Wickham's album is really good. And does he do Up on the Housetop? No, Phil Wickham? That no, would he, be awesome. He doesn't, but it he would should be actually good. do it. I tell you who would. They do should a good actually job. play with some of those songs. I tell you who would do a good job. Is our guys, Shane and Shane. Shane and Shane have like, <laughs> that would be awesome. They've got like four, um, they, they, they've got a really good version of it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Okay. Um, and so they kind of played with some of those songs and mm-hmm. really, really well done. Um, You're kind of dressed like that guy from Shane and Shane today. The, uh, he always wears the hat and, Oh yeah. Shane, uh, yeah. Shane Everett. Yeah. You're kind of dressed like him. The, today. the, the high pitched Shane. Yeah. Yeah, those guys are just off the charts. Yeah, good. They're good. Yeah. So anyways, good stuff. So
0: guys, I hope you're getting ready for Christmas and uh, you've got a few days, you know, about a month left, what, 26 seven days left to go and yep. not much time. Not much and, time. Uh, hope you guys don't get drowned down, by, drowned. Is that right? Drowned Drown down. Hope you don't get ground down down. by all the holiday events that you are involved in with work or school or whatever you got to do. But you guys won't miss the whole point to why we celebrate this season. Kind of like Easter. Don't let it get lost in the shuffle of what the world does to it. So,
1: and I think it's important too. With that, just you know, as a parent of younger kids, of making sure that our kids get the point. I know yesterday in church they talked about you know, are you content? That was their question. You know, are you content? And so we were talking with with Christian on the way to lunch yesterday. Um, of well, are you? You know, because we asked him. You know, hey, what'd you learn? He told us, and he was like, "Yeah, I am. I'm content with Legos." I'm like, "Well, that's not exactly what what right. it means." It was like, and Allie was like, "Well, if you didn't get any presents for Christmas, would you still be content? Would you would you be okay?" And he said. Yeah, I've got enough Legos already. So it's like, okay, he kind of gets it. But I think it's important. And you're like, well, glad you understand that because you're, you're not getting anything. You're, you're not getting anything. Um <laughs> I mean, Legos are expensive. Yeah, Goodness, they are. They've gracious. always been expensive. Always. But, you know, I think it's important as parents and, and for you grandparents to just to make sure that our kids, yes, they they enjoy Christmas time. They enjoy it. But that they also understand right. what it's really about. Right, right. 100%. And why we celebrate. And so, yeah. Yeah. Had a good week last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you got to spend time with family for Thanksgiving. I did.
0: Got to spend time with uh, the grandkids and uh, the whole family and some uh, friends of ours and went down the night before and got to spend a uh, few hours with Dustin. Nice. Nice. Um, him and I, it's been a long time since him and I just kind of hung out together. We used to do that, um, a couple times a month, um, right. occasionally and, um, three times a month maybe. And, uh, so it was kind of fun just to, just Good. to be with him. And, and then, you know, the grandkids are always just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. You know, when you get, when you get to, you know, when you get to this stage of my life and, and, and Anita, um, you just, you, you don't look at things like you used to when I was your age. Right. And you look at things totally different. So it was really good. We had a good time, good food, ate too much. I was miserable on the drive home, but right. I think I'm still working out my issues today. So
1: yeah, right. I know. <laughs> How That's about what, you? You uh, had family. I we, you were with all both, uh, both sets of parents and yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So my parents had come up, um, you know, the weekend prior to dad and I spent some more time hunting and, and then we, you know, did Thanksgiving Wednesday. Uh, we right. went over and got our Christmas tree. Um we set up a time and went over and did that on Wednesday just kind of got that out of the way so the Christmas tree got put up and decorated on Wednesday night. And did your dad and mom help you? Mom and dad sat there and watched the kids decorate the tree and Okay gotcha. I think they loved that. Um that was good for them. I missed them Sunday by the way. I mean that would have, you know, I thought I they know, were, right? You know. They were here 3 out of 4 Sundays yeah, they were. so. Um but no, then we um I started smoking a turkey on Wednesday evening. And, um, kind of worked that, uh, got up a few times in the night and checked on it and sprayed it down, made sure it wasn't burning and stuff. And, and that turned out really, really good. And then mm-hmm. we did, you know, Thanksgiving. I, I made some homemade rolls. Can't beat that. They were very good. Um, and we had a, I mean, just a ton of food. And, yeah. The food
0: it, is, it's almost sinful.
1: It is. Thankfully, I, I did well. I was pretty restrained. I got one plate and then one little, Bit of dessert, not a lot at all.
0: So, um, you know, everybody brought in things and I took my green beans that I oh, made. Yeah, green beans. Well, here's the deal. You make Allie jealous. Listen. Well, they weren't, they didn't come out as good as I liked them to. Really? Too. Yeah. And, um, cause I used a different green bean. I've got them at GFS. You used bacon instead of possum, didn't you? I did. Um, I got them at GFS and as soon as I opened up the can, I was like, this, these mm-hmm. are not going to be the same. Yeah. And, um, they almost had like a lime green look to them. And hmm. so, but they they were fine. Right. But they weren't like, off the charts like you know these green
1: beans are just like well it's like everybody's like
0: papo you bringing your green beans or dad bring your green beans
1: or you know so it's like the first time you made them you know Allie told you she said well i'll be able to tell you if these are from the garden or from a can and she (laughs) she she took a bite she was like oh yeah these are definitely from the garden and you looked at her like nope nope, mm
0: -hmm. they're from a can it's all about (laughs) the process it's a process you know that right (laughs) exactly that's good speaking of process Mm-hmm. You looked good yesterday. Hey, thanks. Mm-hmm. You know, just you had that uh, nice uh, shirt and pants and that tie and that nice high collar. And it's even wearing everything. dress shoes. Yeah, you were wearing dress shoes. But I was more impressed with the tie and the collar than yeah, I was anything else. The so, paisley um, the paisley yeah.
1: tie and the collar. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was good. It was good. Yeah,
0: you had a lot of comments. I'm sure I did get a lot of comments. Yeah, yeah. somebody it,
1: told me. <laughs> somebody told me I looked pretty.
0: You did look pretty. I don't know that I've
1: ever gotten that in my life
0: before. Yeah, you did look pretty. I thought, um, you know, there were really only you and one other guy wearing a tie.
1: So that was, uh, um, right. that was crazy. You know, it's one of those things you just stand in your closet on a Sunday morning mm-hmm. and you're like, what am I going to wear? I'm sure that's the way it was. And that's just what happened. Is that how it worked out? That's how it worked out. Okay, perfect. You know, we'll I'm, see what I'm, Maybe, dead. maybe this Sunday I'll wear a sweatshirt and holy jeans since you yeah. gave me such a hard time. <laughs> exactly. That
0: would be great. I, um, I'm thinking about wearing a suit Sunday, suit and tie just to put you guys to shame. Like all through the month of December, I'm just going to wear a suit and tie. What do you think? I, you have fun with that. Uh-huh. I won't try to outdo you. Oh, you already outdid me this yeah, past Sunday. Exactly. I don't think you can, uh, <laughs> I don't think I'll ever outdo that, right? Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> so yesterday was a pretty good day. Um it was a little, a little better than the week before, hey. but not as good as it has been. And I don't know if it's the weather. We've had a lot of sicknesses uh, yeah, and had a lot of people of out.
1: Yep. I think and, so.
0: Uh, we have had some people that have been out with yeah. sicknesses and I and I think now more than ever, right now with just what how things are going in life and in our culture, I think people are a little bit more, what do you call it, um, sensitive? Yes. To colds and sneezes and coughs and sicknesses, so they're having a tendency to not you know go into public or go to church or go to school or or whatever, which you know that probably is a good thing actually is keeps the rest of us from you know for sure getting it well, right. and um, that's
1: you know I've tried to be that way, period, like I try to be respectful and whatever, like my kids are not feeling well, you know we don't send them because I'm really hoping that other parents are doing that too, right because right. especially in schools. You know, germs and stuff get passed yeah. back and forth like crazy. And so, you know, hopefully it's a good thing that people are, you know, being yeah. a little bit more aware of that. And.
0: So have you noticed if you cough in public or sneeze in public, you get these looks? Have you had that happen to you? Yes. Okay. So I was in Kroger in Delaware. It was, uh, just before Thanksgiving. So it was like Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay. I think it was Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Well, I'm not a. Re- I am not I do not like perfumes or uh, after shaves or anything. They they make my head hurt. They right. make me sneeze. Well, I was going by the produce. You know, as you walk into the door, you mm-hmm. can go through the yep. produce. I was going back to the meat department, and there was this older lady who had um, a, a terribly amount of perfume on, mm-hmm. and it just immediately went to my head, and I was like, "Ah, Sneezed. Like three people looked at me like I had five heads. And I thought, oh, it was just, I, I called the, called a whiff. I, you immediately get defensive. Like, what are you doing out? I thought these people were going to come at me. They right. all gave me those evil eye raised eyebrows right. and I
1: was like, was like you were a zombie. They exactly. were zombies. Like I just got bitten by a zombie right. and I'm getting ready to turn, you know, exactly. Like, <laughs> oh
0: man, that's all, that's awful. Isn't it though? But anyway, uh, good day yesterday and worship was good and, mm-hmm. um, you know, people hung around after that second service
1: again and we're talking. And yeah. So that was good. Yeah. No, I think it's been, it's been good. And it's, yeah, I, it's so funny. Just, you know, we've talked about it before the difference between first and second service. Right. Um, first service is always kind of a little bit more chatty. Yeah. Before service right. starts. And, um, you know, we got up second service and Christy looked at me and she was like, it is quiet in here. Like you could have heard a pin drop. Right. It was so quiet in there. I thought both services were a little
0: quiet yesterday. They were
1: a little bit quiet. Yeah. A little not as responsive. And I wonder if it's cold. It was, it was cold. It was chilly, you know, it
0: was cold, but we ended our series TikTok. Can you believe we started on, um, September 12th mm -hmm. and you were not even here when we started. You were. On vacation,
1: yeah, if that's what you want to call that, right? Yeah,
0: you were uh, you were um, in your last lap of COVID nineteen, and you were. Trying to get to that last lap I was actually. Trying to get to so it. Yeah. You came this following Sunday, but you said in this room, the stream room. Yeah, I actually ran the stream. Yeah, and then you, you were back done. up on the 26th of September, but you were was not. Just playing. You were yeah. just playing and then you were back in. So you were actually from like about the August 16th to it was the end four or of the five September. weeks. Yeah. 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 So yeah, when we started this series on the 12th, we had Dave Mason, he came in Mm -hmm. from the Heath Church Christ to, to
1: lead and him and Linda did a great job that day. And boy, that just, that seems like, it seems like forever ago. Yeah, it does. I'm like, where'd the time go? You know what? I checked my oxygen the other day and I don't check my oxygen very often, but I was cleaning the bedroom and doing some stuff and, um, just happened to notice the, the pulse ox sitting there. And so I was like, ah, throw it on my finger, threw it on my finger, 99. He's back 99 you're better than me I checked it again like the next day and it was 96 again so I think that's kind of my new normal now but yeah you're right where I'm at now I was doing pretty good i had been moving around and everything and so 99 I thought oh wow that's I'll take that right but so yeah no we uh, are looking forward to our new sermon series starting this coming week oh hear the angel voices that'll be good that's two years in a row our sermon series is named after a line in "Old Holy Night." It is, and so we're already thinking to next year. On last year was "the weary, the weary, the weary world, world, rejo- world rejoices."
0: Mm-hmm. This year's "Oh, hear the angels' voices." Wonder what we can use for next year. I don't know. Fall on your knees, maybe. That's what that's what America needs to do. You know, actually, that would not be bad. Yeah. There you go.
1: Yeah, that's. I'll start working on the graphic okay. now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, but no, so yeah, we're
0: gonna do four weeks in um, December. Um, we'll hear the angels' voices and I'm gonna try my best to kind of you know step the angels' story with the Christmas story and what that you know what that's all about and and a and some about how the angels work today and our yeah, angels yeah. real and you know all that good stuff and um and then you know. Getting up the Sunday after Christmas, which is the next day, which is the twenty yes. sixth, yes. And um, so we're gonna. I, I believe I've titled that one as "After the Angels Have Gone" or "They've Left You." Right now, what? You right. Know, it's kind of like Christmas is over. Now, what do we do? Yeah. You know, how do we? How do we? How do we proceed? What's our from response? Here? Yeah. What's yes. our response to what we know? Right. So that that'll be good. Yeah, I'm
1: looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, we'll see how that works. So, um, you know, usually the last Sunday of December is Youth Minister Sunday. attendance is down. So we'll see what happens. Yep. So,
1: but, you know. Yep. Everybody will have the Christmas hangover from going the everywhere. I'm sure people yep. will eat just like it's Thanksgiving again. Exactly.
0: And, and they'll, um, we'll see how, how, how they show up at church on the 26th, right? Exactly. Right. But yesterday was good. We closed up our series on where the rubber meets the road and, um, really enjoyed the series. Um, it was good. Had a lot of good comments and then had not so good comments, but you know how that goes from, you know, whatever. Yeah, what, so what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? But yesterday just, um, you know, I started off by talking about, you know, I was listening to a program on serious radio and this was a secular radio, um, host in a program and I can't remember what station it was on. It was like, I think it was based out of New York City, if I'm not mistaken. It was like Talk New York or something. And the host, and I don't listen to him much, but I do listen to him. He's, he's got one of these baritone voices that I absolutely love. So he's very easy to listen to, but he actually um, asked this question. He was talking about COVID-19 and all the stuff that we see taking place. And I think this guy's a little older. I think he's like in his late fifties, early sixties. And he said, do you believe that this is the end of the world? And so many people were calling in and they were like, yeah, I do believe this is the end of time. I believe God's judging us. I believe this. I believe that you, and you had, a, you had a, the answers were all over the place. No, everything's going to be fine. You know, nothing's changed. Everything's always as it has been. But then you had overwhelmingly people. A lot of people said, yeah, right. God, we think God is judging us. Yeah. And you said some of them weren't even Christians. No, not at all. And so my question I think I asked everybody was, as a Christian, what do you all think of this? Right. Cause you got to think something. Yeah. And, um, and I read the scripture that Jesus said about the end of time. It was in Luke 21 verse 26. And he says, people will be terrified at what they see coming upon the earth for the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Yeah. And, and I, and I see people terrified now of right. what is taking place. Right. Even Christians um are you know are terrified. I um you know, one of the scriptures that I read yesterday was Second Peter two verses four through six and it says um you know it's kind of Talking about the end, it says God will not, God did not spare even the angels who sinned. He threw them into hell, into mm-hmm. gloomy pits of darkness where they are being held until the day of judgment. God did not spare the ancient world except for Noah and seven others in his family. Noah warned the world of God's righteous judgment. So God protected Noah when he destroyed the world of ungodly people with a vast flood. Later, God condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and turned them into heaps of ashes. Mm-hmm. Um, he made them an example of what will happen to ungodly people. And I was just like, right. you know, God did that. Right. God. Right. God. He, he's the one that did this. And, um, and so God uses these two examples. And I think one of the things that I also said yesterday was like, how bad did things have to be back then? Oh man. I mean, honestly, think about
1: it. I mean, yeah, could it be worse than what we see today? I don't know. Like I, I've thought about that before too of, you know, thinking about Sodom and Gomorrah. And you know, obviously, the sin that was in those cities mm-hmm. for for God to rain down fire and destroy them—it's like, man, I, how much more worse do we have to be? And, and I think it's—it just kind of points back to you know what Scripture has talked about of you know God being patient, right, wanting to give people that time to to repent, to turn to Him, right. You know, and I think, you know, as I heard you kind of talking just a little bit ago, it's like, man, we need to wake up. And that's been kind of one of those catchphrases right, right, of yours exactly. for the past year. right? Um, Wake up. You know, as Christians, we need to wake up and realize that, you know, the end is near. Right. It may come in my lifetime. It may not come in my lifetime. But the truth is, is that I can't get worried and stressed and fearful right. about everything that's going around. I have to stick true to... You know, to what I know, mm-hmm. stick true to the Bible, but I also have to tell other people of the hope that is in Jesus. Exactly. You know, and you talked the, about that yesterday. I yeah. don't want to jump ahead to to no, 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 you, you know good. there, but you know I saw some some post on Facebook yesterday, and and it was, you know, pretty much saying that you know, you know Jesus said love your neighbor, and your la- your neighbor wasn't it. Listed all of these people, you know, gay, you know. Democrat, Republican, this, that, and everything else. It's like, yeah, you know, Jesus does does tell us to love them, but he also doesn't tell us to condone their actions. And I think that's where the Mm -hmm. people get a a kind of a, a blurred line. There, they do. They think that to love means to accept, to love means to condone, to love means to be okay with. And actually, it's the opposite. Like for instance, do you do you ever, you know, I know this is not a big thing now, but
0: so do you do you spank your kids? Yes Do you love them? Yes Do you spank them because you don't like them? No Or do you spank because you do love them? I do love them well that's the same thing. Exactly. So you're you're giving you're like uh, you're giving them probably don't warning. as much as I should, <laughs> right? You're giving them warnings. It's right. kind of like um you know God giving us warnings right now. Exactly. He's giving us warnings. He's the warning is the love. Yes. The warning is the mercy right. and it is the of what he cares about yeah. us and it's kind of like um you know when your kids want to go do something and let's say your daughter is a teenager, she's 16 or 17 years old, she's like, "Hey dad, I'm going to go out with these three guys and go canoeing." You're going to be like, "Whoa, mm-hmm. back it up, babe." Right. You're not going anywhere with three teenage boys right by yourself. You know what I mean. You know what that is, and you, you're giving her a warning because you're you're trying to keep her from right. You know you're trying to keep her safe. Right. Um, I heard. Um, I didn't mention this yesterday. I should have. Um, Anne Graham Lotz. You know who that is? Yes, Billy, Graham's Billy Graham's daughter. daughter. Mm-hmm. She once said, "She's like if God doesn't return soon, he owes an apology to Sodom and Gomorrah." Uh, you've read that one before, and, and I and I think she might be right because I, I literally I. How bad was it back then? I mean it was it two times worse, ten times worse, a hundred times worse? Are we right where we were back then? I mean, I do not know. Right. Um But I um yeah, what you know, what you were talking about is um, you know, we have to you know, we gotta stand strong and we've gotta give we've gotta live in the hope of Jesus Christ, but we also have to give the hope of Jesus Christ. Exactly. And um, you know, judgment I talked about judgment mm-hmm. yesterday the judgment can't be the only message of the right. church but we do we do preach that mm-hmm. but we also say that Jesus is also coming and Jesus has a better way There's there's, there's a, a way hope. out of that exact
1: judgment yes. Exactly 100% Well there's not a way out of the judgment you're going to be right, judged right. I know what you're talking about but there's a chance to be forgiven Exactly. To be set free exactly, and that's only through Jesus Christ exactly. you know he he you know he told the disciples I'm the way the truth and the life, no one comes to the Father except through me
0: well you uh you were talking you know a few minutes uh, a few seconds ago about you know you know love your neighbor mm-hmm. and, and all these things um you know and when we when we preach love and when we preach hope and we preach mercy, we're not saying that we condone what people right. are doing right um would you feel the same way and love me and just accept me for who i am and would people allow me to get up and preach if i was having an affair with three other ladies absolutely not why i thought you were supposed to love everybody and not judge me. right right you see what i mean yeah so you get down to the point where it's like why wouldn't you want me to do that well because you're a hypocrite or what well, you're judging me right or, you know, the Bible says so. Okay, well that's the reason why. Exactly. Then now we're back to where we we need to where be where you need to be. Doesn't mean I don't love you. Oh, exactly. Doesn't mean I don't no, love you at
1: all. I sometimes do love you. the hardest thing if you truly love somebody, the hardest thing is to be honest with them. Exactly. You know, because you care about not just them in the moment right now. You don't want them to feel good right now in this moment. Exactly. You care about their eternity. Exactly. And that's the big thing. It's like, you know, hey, yeah, I love you. Yeah. I, I love you as a person, I love you as, as God's child. But the life you're living goes contradictory, and there's sometimes in my life where I I need that. I need mm. to be told that by people. I need to be told that by the Holy Spirit of saying, "Hey, you're off base, Brandon." Especially with those yoga pants. But anyway, keep exactly. Going yep. Yeah, my wife told me. She said, "You guys have beat the yoga pants to death." She said, actually, I've actually heard the opposite. People like keep talking about the yoga pants. I love it. You take that up with my wife. She's <laughs> like, you, you, "I'm done with them." Um, see she's done with them like the rest of us but anyway let's go on <laughs> yeah exactly um but no I think that you know we we do need that sometimes right're saying hey you are you're living right now in sin mm-hmm. you where you're at is unbiblical it's mm-hmm. not and that's that's our guide it's not what the world says it's not what that person says it's what what does the Bible say what does God exactly. say And, you know, how do I live in alignment with what God says? And sometimes that means you have to make a specific choice, a decision to walk away from something or to to not live a certain lifestyle. Right. You know, even though that may be enticing to you, but you know that for eternity's sake. Exactly. You know, that's really what it boils down to. Well, you know, when you think about, You know, God loves the
0: world, Jesus, he sent Jesus Christ into the world to die for our sins, and you know, God loves us, period, end of discussion, yeah, he does love us. It's just like you love your kids, it's like I love my kids, I love my grandkids, God does love us, but within that, there is, what would you say, requirements? Not to earn his love. No, right. But there is requirements for us that if we want to take this gift that he has given to us, a gift of eternity, right. there are things that we have to do in this life to move into the next life and to be with him. And I did John three sixteen and 17 yesterday and... I love both of these verses together. Yes. I love them. And I had everybody read them together, which I thought was kind of cool. But for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Mm -hmm. And the only way that we can be saved is what? Is to make a decision. I have to make a decision for Jesus Christ, and that means why before God comes back, there's hope for every single person on this planet. Exactly, every single person. There's hope for everyone. Yeah, because Jesus died, Jesus rose again. We have this gift to make a decision for Him to follow Him, Mm -hmm. and and so, and that's that's all open until the skies part and Jesus comes back to you know to to get us. So,
1: yep, exactly.
0: But yeah, the, um, the world is definitely looking for hope. A lot of Christians are looking for hope. Mm-hmm. A lot of people living in fear. A lot of people living in anxieties. I mean, I just yesterday afternoon, somebody sent me something about a, um, you know, another variant that's coming to, you know, right an offshoot of the coronavirus. And Dr. Fauci was on Meet the Press. And, and I'm like, okay, first of all, you're listening to the wrong guy. Mm-hmm. You should never listen to Dr. Fauci on anything. Right. I mean, even how to learn how to tie your shoes, you should never go to him. He's wrong about absolutely everything. And I got to just tell people, if you're listening today, there's always going to be another variant. Mm -hmm. They're never going to stop with this. This is the new state church of the United States and of the globe. It is, um, it's a power play by these folks. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they're, once this variant's over, Get ready. Six months from now, there's going to be another one. Oh, you're not going to believe but we, we don't have a cure. The booster's not even going to help on that. You know, so it's just one thing after the, It's to keep you living in fear. Right. Why live in fear? I, Jesus Christ is my personal Lord and Savior. Exactly. It's a supernatural relationship. And if I believe that in faith, and guess what? I don't have to fear the news of this day. And so, um, that's where I'm at and that's what I try to preach. But my goodness, it's hard to get people to listen to that when all they are listening to the other, the other side the other constantly, side. Yep. if you know what I mean
1: Yep, absolutely
0: But yeah, was, um, I, um, I read a verse yesterday, and I know this is – I think this is one of your favorites It's Romans chapter 12, verse 2
1: Yes Is that one of your favorites? I love Romans 12, 1 and 2
0: Okay I used
1: two. Right.
0: And, um, you know, because I I think I talked a little bit about – I talked about people coming to church, and they're looking for God as a quick fix. And you can't look at God as a quick fix. you got to look at him God for God. And then I said even Christians come to church, and we're no different than the world. Yes. We are uh, giving in to – our lives are shipwrecks. I mean, we're, we're disasters. Mm-hmm. We're given into addictions and pornography, mm-hmm. and we're given into drugs and alcohol. We've got marriage issues. We've got family issues. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with unforgiveness. We're, we're tied up in knots. We live in fear, worries, and anxieties. And we're not letting God take the lead or the control of our lives. Right. And so then I read yep. Romans 12, verse 2, mm-hmm. and... It says, do not copy the behaviors and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. And then you're going to learn to know God's will for you, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. Yeah. Boom. There it is. Yeah. Don't copy the world. Let God transform you by changing the way that you think. Mm So. If I'm listening to the world, they're going to rewire my, they're going to brainwash me. They're going to give me thinking a different way. If I'm walking in God, my face in God, and I'm reading the word of God, well, God is the one that's going to wire my brain. And so guess what? I'm going to know exactly what God wants for my life. Right. I'm going to know what God wants. I'm going to follow that. Even if everybody else in the entire world, in my family, even at work, are going against that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what God's will is. Exactly. You might, and you know what? You might stand alone. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the hard thing. People don't want to do that. And the next verse I read was 2 Corinthians 5, 7, where it says, where we walk by faith and not by sight. Yeah. Faith is huge. It is.
1: It is huge. It is huge. And I, I love that, you know, just that idea from Romans 12, too, of, you know, allowing God to transform the way that you think. Because the truth is, is that what's in your brain is going to result in how you act
0: exactly and so
1: when you allow god to transform your mind then your actions are going to be in line with Mm -hmm. with that you know your brain and your heart are connected exactly and your actions are going to be a result of that your words are going to be a result of that you know jesus said out of the overflow of the mouth the heart the heart speaks yep and and so you know we have to and, and man i'll be honest you you mentioned this at the very end of your message you struggle sometimes. Mm-hmm. You don't get it right all the time. I, I don't. don't get it right. I don't. And it's like, man, that you know, we talked last week. I had somebody talk to me about you know being on Polaris and my Chick Fil A experience from last week. And right. it's like, you know, right. that's that's the tough part. Is it's you know, it is real. It is. We, we do have things that trigger us or whatever, and and those are ways that Satan uses to try to tear us down and he does, and to get us away from god to point us away from god
0: and he, you're right he in pulling us away and um you know we talked you know heavily yesterday about faith and our faith in god and having faith people are like so you're talking about having a blind faith sometimes yeah absolutely yeah. you're absolutely going to have mm-hmm. to have a blind faith because you're not going to understand what, it you're never going to get it
1: that's what faith is it's blind faith is believing in something even if you can't see it
0: 100% you know, that's what I've, that?
1: I've talked about talked to my kids I love you know on that line I love the Mark Batterson post Or po, uh, yeah. quote yeah. that you read Mark said we've had so many sermons on faith We've had tons of books written on faith In a world that is nervous and afraid About what they see taking place Where can they find faith The Holy Spirit spoke to me and said Be sure your faith is anchored And your faith Is not a wavering faith Man that's It's solid. It's just what we talked about that last week. I loved, you know, singing that song. You know, my anchor holds within the veil. Mm -hmm. You know, my anchor is, is Jesus Christ. Exactly. He's my cornerstone. Exactly. He's my guide. He's my foundation. And, you know, we can be nervous about everything and we can get caught up on everything going around us. But then what, what does that do? It's like, it's like Peter, you know, Peter says, Hey, Jesus, if that's really you walking on the water, tell me to come to you. Right. You know, and, and I can do it too. Jesus said, sure, come. I, mean, I don't know that he said it like that, but he's he said, like, Hey, yes. why don't you just go ahead and get out of the boat? Get out of the boat. <laughs> and so what does Peter do? He gets out and he starts walking to Jesus. But then the wind and the waves and everything stir up and guess what? He takes his focus off of Jesus, puts his focus on what's going on around him, and he begins to sink. Man, that that happens to me too. Yeah, that's that's a why good, I,
0: that's a good illustration. That's that that's an awesome story yeah. about even for us today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I was you. just going to awesome. say
1: that's we we have to keep our focus mm-hmm. on Jesus. And and when our focus is on Jesus, we're going to be in alignment with him.
0: Exactly. Now I wish I would have used that yesterday in my in my sermon, so thanks for that. That's a yeah, that it's actually a very good reminder and I think it's a very stark reminder for for us today because okay. um how the, the imagery of Peter getting out of that boat and walking toward Jesus Christ, and then taking his eyes off of him and looking at the storm instead of right. Christ. Well, isn't that exactly mm-hmm. in 2021 that has happened to a lot of Christians? Yeah. You know, we have been strong. We quote in our faith, in our faith walk with Jesus, but over the last year and a half, 20 months, 21 months, we have been severely tested yeah. on this. And so literally this whole time, since you brought this up, this is what I picture. And I just thought of this, is that we are in this boat with Jesus, or we're in this boat and Jesus is across the lake. And in March of 2020, Jesus has been beckoning all of us to yep. get out of the boat and to walk toward Him. This is, this, this is a hard line what is your faith and what is it right now? Right. And so a lot of Christians have gotten out of the boat and literally have taken their eyes off and they've watched Fauci or Biden or Trump or MSNBC or Fox News. And they're so twisted in their mm-hmm. thinking they're not watching Jesus. Now, they'll say that they are. Oh, right. They'll right. say that they are, but they're absolutely not watching Jesus because I can tell. And people's like, well, you're judging. No, I'm not. The person just told on themselves because by their fruit, mm-hmm. I recognize. Right. Them. And you see that there's no fruit there, right? And so this—that's a—that's I'm glad you brought that think, up because that's a good—that's a very good imagery of where we're at today.
1: Well, I think that that we could do an entire like four week, three four week sermon series just on that passage of scripture. We actually because could. Peter gets a really bad rap there of oh he took his eyes off of Jesus, oh he started sinking, oh he where was his faith? Well, where was his faith? Guess what? There were 11 other guys back in that boat. Who never got out. They never got out. And there's a lot of Christians who are not getting out of the boat. Exactly. Right exactly. now. Exactly. And so the question is, is, are you going to have the faith to get out of the boat to go after Jesus? Because the world wants you to stay in the boat. The world wants you to think, I'm comfortable here. I'm, I'm safe in the boat. But guess what Jesus did though? He pulls him up. Exactly. Jesus knows. I had somebody comment on that. We've got a, Craig and I in our little hallway of our office we've got a painting and it's one of those that it's like what six um five or six pictures five or six pictures yeah, put, together. put them together it's like a puzzle yeah, yeah. it's like a puzzle but um but it's jesus and and that's been our question the whole time we've had it you know is jesus standing on the water or is he under the water reaching out and i'm pretty sure he's standing on the water yeah, reaching in exactly. it's you know it's like that's what my mom said she was like it's like he's reaching in for peter exactly and i just love that imagery of you know even in the moment because we will take our eyes off of him. We just have to, you know, do what Peter did and reach out to the right thing. When we start to sink, we have to call, call out help to the right person. Exactly. And that was Jesus. That's what Peter did. And what did Jesus do? He reached in, he pulled him out.
0: Exactly. And that picture is a good, you know, we walk by it all the time, probably don't look at, but when I do look at it, it does, it does, it is a good picture. It's a good imagery of what Jesus can do for you. And, um, right underneath there is our coffee Keurig machine. So it's, I don't know if Jesus is reaching for Peter, if he's wanting, uh, some Keurig. I don't know. I think he's wanting some coffee. I do too. (laughs) But yeah, uh, you know, the Mark Batterson quote that you, that you alluded to was, um, was really good. And I love it that, you know, be sure your faith is anchored and it's not wavering. Mm -hmm. And, um, you can't waver now. No, you you can't, you can't go on a, on a gray, you can't go in a gray area. And, um, you know, it's like, you know, people are asking God for things and praying to God for things, but you have to have faith in God. You have to have faith. You have to believe because James 1 verse 6 to 8 says, when you ask him, you can be sure that your faith is in God alone and do not waver. Mm-hmm. For a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as the wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world. Yep. and They are unstable in everything they do. Yep, And... um. You can't have one foot in, one foot out. Right. You can't even have a tiny foot, a tiny toe in, you know, over the line. you got to be
1: 100%, you know, this, God, this is what, this is what I'm going to do. So. Exactly. Yeah, I was going to read that, that verse too. You beat me to the punch. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Pick another one. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> well, I like, I do, I mean, I will pick another one. There you go. go. Um Mark 11, 24, you read that. I tell you, whatever you ask, and this is Jesus talking. Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And and He's not talking about you know. And you mentioned this. He, you know, Jesus isn't talking about there. Of God, I would really like a new house, or God, I would really like a new right, Dodge Ram right, right. truck. Um, whatever you ask for, if it's in the will of God, you know, if your heart is right. connected to God's heart, then your desires are going to be God's desires. Exactly, and, and and that's the difference. It's not like God's a genie in a lamp. No, you know, where you can just rub it and be like, okay, God, um, just help me get past whatever this is, this obstacle, or God, just help me, you know, get that job that I want or whatnot. Maybe right. that might not be in God's will. Right. You know, you know, if it's your will, God, allow this to take place. Right. And and that's a tough prayer to pray because it is. Tough. We want what we want. Um, but you know, I love that, you know, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that mm-hmm. you have received it and it will be yours. Exactly. It is in the will of God.
0: Exactly. Everything that we have as a Christian, as a follower of Christ, um, is a journey. Yeah. Everything that we do is a journey. Everything's a process, but we have to have faith. Yes. You have to truly believe in God. You got to really, you really have to have this blind faith. And, and I love the Hebrews eleven six pa- passage that says it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists
1: and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is, that's a good verse. Right. And you asked a question there and, and this is really what living the Christian life is all about. It's not about making me look good. It's Mm -hmm. not about making you look good. Mm -hmm. It's not about following a set of rules. You know, we see Jesus bash the religious leaders of his days because they were, they were trying to follow rules. Exactly. Right. But, our life in Christ is about one thing, and that's giving God glory. Exactly. It's about bringing praise to God. It's about worshiping Him with everything that we do. Exactly. And you ask that question, do you want to please God? And I think that's just a great question to keep at the forefront of our minds every single day. Of God, how am I going to please you today? Exactly. What What is going to be my response in certain situations that's going to please you? It's not going to— Exactly. What's going to be my response that's going to make me look good? What's going right. to be my response that's going to make me liked by that person— What's going to be my response that's going to whatever? Exactly. How can I please you today? Exactly. How can I bring you honor? How can I bring you glory? Exactly.
0: And, and I think that's the uh, that's the perfect picture. So, you know, it's like, hey, when I am in the Walmart, um, in Walmart and the lines are 20,000 people deep mm. and there's four lanes open or you're in the Chick-fil-A or the Canes. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, whatever. Um, you know, uh, somebody cuts you off in traffic, you know, something doesn't go right. It's all about glorifying God. It's all about pleasing God, right? That's what it's all about. Yeah. And so when we do that, um, you know, some people have a hard time just pr- pleasing God and glorifying God at church. I can't imagine what that, what their life is like during the week. Exactly. Yeah. So if you have a hard time doing it here, if you're griping mm-hmm. and complaining, you don't like this, you don't like that, you know, you're always irritated about something yep. guaranteed you're not praising mm-hmm. or pleasing God the during rest the of the week. Yep. I'm just going to tell, I'm going to call you out right now. You're not doing that at all whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it's all about that, and um, but we've been through such a difficult time. Let's say since March 2020, which is what what about 22 months or something, yeah, yeah. 20, 21 months, and the whole world has been through it. Christians right. have been through it. Yeah. Christians are suffering all over this world. Um, there's so many things that have opened up, and we get into this point to where, you know. Our faith has to kick in in the middle of our trying times, in the middle of our battles. Because here's the thing: we're we're facing something globally. We're faith, facing something as a nation. There's a political storm. There's all kinds of junk going on. Yep. Then you have your stuff in your own personal life mm-hmm. that you got to deal with. So you got all these things going on. So a lot of times we just watch all those things, like we've been talking about, and you got these storms. You got all these things. Your focus is off. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do? Are you going to focus on the storm and go with your feelings and emotions, which are not right. Right. They're always wrong. So your feelings and emotions are going to be worry and anger and frustration and fear and all those things. Or are you going to keep your eyes on God? Yeah. And that has, yeah, it, it boils down
1: to one thing where what's your foundation made of? Exactly. You know, you read the, the quote by Vadi, Vadi Bakum. He said, starting now, men and women, men and women of God take a position, put down deep roots. Have a rock solid foundation of faith and build your life on that. Let every crisis you go through be a building block as you build, as you build your faith, as you build your faith temple of, to God.
0: Exactly. Man, I butchered that. No, you're good, but can't you see him saying that though? I can I, mean, see I that. actually heard him say that. Um, right. So yeah, it's so good.
1: And, and that's, that's the great thing about that. He doesn't say, you know, he says, let every crisis we're going to go through crisis. He uses
0: the word crisis. We're going to and go through times word. that are tough. Yeah.
1: But what's our foundation? Exactly. Is, is Christ our foundation or is our foundation somewhat in the world? Mm-hmm. Because if if that's the case, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to decide the outcome.
0: Well, then. In our response. Going along with that is Hebrews 3.14, for if we're faithful to the end, trusting God just as firmly— as when we first believe we shall share in all that belongs to Christ and mm-hmm. then Hebrews 10:36 patient endurance patience endurance is what you need right now yep. so you will continue to do God's will and then you will receive all that he has promised you and i love that because you know Jesus tells us those who endure to the end are going to you right. know are going to basically right. survive yep. And David Wilkerson asked a question, and I and and it's a question that intrigued me. It, or not a question, it's, as yeah, a statement. A comment, yeah. It was a comment, and it was a comment that intrigued me. That I, I, it really, when I first heard him say that, I was listening to a sermon that he did. It was about a twenty minute sermon, and he usually preached about an hour and a half. So this was like a devotion. Oh, so he's class. kind of like you normally. Da 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 da. da. Okay. <laughs> How was that tie yesterday, by the way? It's <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. And so he says this, and I love this. because he's talking. He, he was talking about crisis and yeah. bad things and going through all these things because, you know, he was talking about Christians. It's so easy to be a Christian when things are going well and the political road is going your way and yep. financial work. And he asked this, the hardest part of faith is the last half hour. Mm-hmm. That's what he says. Yeah. The hardest part of faith. Is the last half hour. Yeah. And I was like, do you know what he means by that? It means that when the heat is on, the crisis is all around you. Mm-hmm. Pretty much Rome is burning around your feet and everything's going down. Um, you wavered. You yeah. gave in. Yeah. You did it. yep. You, you complied. You did what you weren't supposed to do. Mm -hmm. You gave in at the last minute. You had this great faith maybe for years, and all of a sudden when the heat got on, you gave in to worry and anxieties, your feelings, your emotions, and boom, it went down. Yeah. And it's a very good statement because the last half hour is the hardest. But then I said, but what about when those times that you didn't give in? Yeah. Because we've all been there. Right. I've given in, but I also haven't. Yeah. And when you were in the last half hour and you wanted to waver and you didn't do it, you went to your knees, you felt this anguish. And when you're, when you're struggling to give in, yeah. it is going to be a struggle. Mm-hmm. It's not like, okay, it's going to be God's going to help me and I'm going to be out of this. No, it's literally you're going to struggle. Right. And it may be a day or two. It could be a week. Right. Uh, but you're going to feel this anguish, but you go through this struggle and you pray and you didn't give in. And I'm telling you what, when you don't give in, and you get through that, no matter if it's an hour or if it's a month or if it's a year, yep. and you do not give in, the testimony that you're going to have in the name of God, and God's gonna be glorified and God's gonna be honored through you right. standing to what doing what you're supposed to do. Yep. And um it's hard. It it's is, the hardest thing you're ever gonna do. And as
1: you're talking there, I just get the the image of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. You know, in those last hours. Oh yeah. Where does he go? He went to his knees. Yep, You know, God, I don't want this to happen, but if there's no other way, let your will be done. Mm-hmm. You know, he went to his knees. He went to prayer. Yep. And, and that's, you know, that has to be our response as well. Exactly.
0: Yeah. See the passion of Christ. Mm-hmm. The garden scene mm-hmm. was weird and yeah. it was also spooky and it was also very well done to what, you know, the kind of the anguish of of that. Yes. And that's kind of the anguish that I, I, when I, when I talk about the word anguish, that's what I picture in my mind when we go through something. There's like, Satan is really moving in hard and fast and furious and you're fighting and, yep. but man, you don't, you're not doing it alone. Right. You're not doing right. it alone. You're doing it with the power of God living inside of you and Satan is trying to, be, Satan's trying to get you to believe his lie because he knows if you believe him over God, right. He's got you. Yep. Yep. Give Satan way too much power. Exactly. He's very, he's powerless yep. when you have God, In the forefront of your life. Exactly. And so James 1, 3 and 4, he was James twice yesterday. Can you believe it? He says, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. And you know, Jesus again talks about endurance, rendering to the end. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you'll be patient and complete
1: and needing nothing. And so let's let it grow. I mean, you're going to, that's when you're going to be tested. Exactly. And then you, you had this statement. You said, remember this don't give god any deadlines (laughs) right you know and and i think that's so true but difficult because we we see something taking place in our life and and because we live in that fast food mentality of okay Mm -hmm. man there's no Mm -hmm. there's one car in front of me at mcdonald's i should have my fries in a minute and a half yeah we want it now Half cut tea with extra ice whatever it is yeah it was something like that i just know you like mcdonald's fries too well i i do but i don't eat them anymore exactly But you know that's that's the mentality. So it's like, okay, God, why why can't I have it now? You know, yep. I, I want it now. It's like Veruca from <laughs> from Willy Wonka. I want it now. I want right? a goose that lays a golden egg. Boy, that
0: you just went back. I did. That's a huge old movie right there. It's a good one. But yeah, we do. We want it right now. So we put God on a time frame, and we're like, God, I've been praying about this for two weeks. Where are you? Why'd right. you leave me?
1: Right. He didn't. He didn't. Yeah. He did not. Exactly. His
0: timing is so much different than mine. We we want it right now. You're right. So, yeah. but it's good stuff. And very good. My prayer is that people literally will have faith in God. Mm-hmm. And blind faith is what's going to take sometimes, right? And um and that you're anchored so deep in God that nothing's going to be able to blow you over, or push you over, or throw you down the, the, you know, the river or wherever, whatever, whatever the statement is, right? It's not going to move you. Exactly. You're going to be solid. Yeah. And you're going to be solid with God. Yeah.
1: And when stump, something happens that is out of your control. You know, that you're anchored in God, that he's there to catch you. He's there to hold you up. You know, it it reminds me of me being in the tree stand yesterday. And, you know, I'm standing there and the wind is at my back just hitting me. And it's like there were a couple of times where it literally Mm. swayed me and I leaned forward like and I'm on the edge of my platform standing there. But I knew if something happened and I went over, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to it's probably going to hurt. Exactly. But I'm not dropping 18 feet to the ground. Right. I'm, I'm gonna get held up right there. Right. By my tether. Right. And, and that's the way we have to live our life of knowing that if something happens right. that's out of my control mm-hmm. and my feet drop out from under me, God's got me. Right. And, and that's, that's tough. It is tough. But that's the, that blind faith that it is that we're called to live. So
0: it is, you're right. 100%.
1: It's good stuff. It is really good. And now on to Christmas. Now on to Christmas. Now on to Christmas. On to Christmas. On to Christmas. I'm excited, man. I, I, I love Christmas. You know that. and bum, 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 bum. That's right. <laughs> I, all I can think of when I hear that, I think of him walking up to that raccoon. He's like, does somebody, somebody need a hug? hug? <laughs> <laughs> but no, we've got, so we start our, our series this coming Sunday morning. Sunday night at 6 o'clock, we have our Christmas night of worship. That's going to be jam-packed full of Christmas songs. will be good. Um, contemporary songs. We're going to do a, a big set of traditional songs with just just piano there and, that'll be good um, and then we're gonna kind of close out with just some we're gonna sing if you if you're listening you have not listened to Phil Wickham's version of joy to the world it's called joy to the world joyful joyful go take a listen to that we're gonna sing that this week and um, on on Sunday night it's gonna be good I hope to glad like you said our uh, time Phil out.
0: Wickham I thought you were gonna do three
1: dog night yes exactly Oh, that's not, that's Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Sorry. No, there you like, go. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's, that's coming up to this, this coming Sunday at six o'clock. And so we're looking forward to that. Don't forget to, uh, just be here for that. Invite a friend. Um, we're not live streaming that. So just come and worship and, um, we're excited about that. That'll be looking really good. To what's going mm-hmm. on. I know we've got. Um, young at heart coming up here in a couple of weeks, and um, they'll need you to register for that because the space at the venue they're going to be at is going to be limited. That's this what is year. that December nineteenth? It's, it's a Sunday, right? I think so. Yeah, Sunday, all right? Yep. And so you can email RCCYAH at gmail.com that stands for rcc young at heart at gmail.com and let them know that you're coming or if you need more information and where it's going to be you can email glenn and lisa at that email address right and get that there. night of prayer coming up on the 14th uh, on the second tuesday that's uh, two weeks two, from tomorrow two, yeah
0: and that's at six o'clock six o'clock not seven so make that mental note if you yep. show up at seven you're going to be showing up late and we're probably going to be close to being done. Exactly. Right? So be there at six
1: o'clock on December the 14th. It's a Tuesday night. Yep. Looking yep. forward to that. And That'd then be good. our Christmas Eve service this year is going to be obviously December the 24th. Obviously. Obviously. And that's going to be at three o'clock and five o'clock. And so notice that time change as well. That'd be fun. It's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. That's always, again, I've said it. I don't want to beat a dead horse. That is my all time favorite service that we do throughout the year. I hope it's like seventy five degrees and oh, um, there unlimited. were two years ago it was snowing. I know. And that was awesome. Was it? I thought so.
0: Yeah. What
1: are you gonna do? Well
0: it is December. It is December. You know it's I, gonna be warm this week though. Yeah, well it, it toward the tail end. But I did read this and I you know, it, it news is new, so I don't how much do you believe or not, right. but I did hear that Central Ohio is supposed to get like an exorbitant amount more of snow than snow normal. but it's more like on a what did they say um i don't remember the term they use it was more kind of a heavier snow so does that mean so it's like a warmer bigger pockets
1: yeah so oh so heavy snow heavy, is like we're gonna get dumped on like dumped on a couple times probably oh, great you're excited about that hey you know what as long as i don't have to give out chance of snow tonight Oh, come on. This evening, uh it's going to drop to 34, 62% chance of rain and snow mix. I would just rather have all snow. Mm. Looking mm. ahead, there's uh snow in the forecast Wednesday, December the 8th, but only a 30% chance. You know, it's looking pretty good for you. <laughs> looking pretty good for you.
0: Yeah. And I, I, what did, is Friday 55? Is that what you said?
1: It's going to be in the 50s. I 55? Yeah, let's see. Here. I thought I saw
0: 55 earlier.
1: Let's see here. Friday. 55 is like... Yeah, it's 54 on Thursday. Okay. It's like 46 spring. on Friday. It's like spring training weather right there.
0: Yeah. What right. are you going to do? It's like great. See, like you cool. want it warm. I want it cold. What are you going to do? Right. You say potato i say potato you know it's we're we're like i say appalachian
1: you say appalachian Mm -hmm. i i say the way god created it to be said Mm -hmm. yeah if you say so i lived there but at least at least
0: i might pronounce that wrong in your eyes but at least i don't wear yoga pants Mm -hmm.
1: and i didn't wear a high collared shirt yesterday like i was a priest so well what you can do <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm I'm gonna show up this Sunday looking like a scrub. There you go. Yeah, just holy jeans and a sweatshirt. There you go. Oh, by the way, i will sure like hear the, about that too, right?
0: Well, I, yeah, you will. Um, you know, your wife, she ran. Um, did she run Sound Sunday and the Sunday before last? She's it's, it's been like three weeks in a row now because our all of our sound people,
1: are, they're yeah they're out or sick. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, she does a good job she's, though. She's good. She does a great job, that's I think being with me for good goodness. 17 years now, and being around worship music and everything, she's got a pretty good ear for it. Yeah, she does a good job. So, I'm proud of her. Yeah, my mic was perfect yesterday. It was. It was good. But,
0: sometimes I'm ringing. Sometimes it's too soft. Sometimes it's really yeah, hot. Yeah,
1: that room like, is, is tough to mix in just in general, whether it's the right. music or your mic or whatever, just because there's some tendencies of it of it of either being too soft or it being too loud, and if it's too loud, it starts ringing. And right. so she does a really good job of, of hearing that and getting that set. So. Yeah, she did a good job.
0: Well, guys, thanks for listening today. We really appreciate you guys yep. um, hanging in there and those of you who are regular listeners. And um, again, if you um, haven't subscribed to this channel, why don't you go ahead and do that? And if you know somebody that would be interested in listening and joining us um uh, you know tell them about it or send it along to them and we would love to have them join us so thank Absolutely. you guys again always for listening it's fun to be like at church and somebody comes up and tells me something mm-hmm. i'm like how did you know that and they're like i listened to the, the podcast. podcast and yeah. i'm think sometimes when we do this i can't remember it was just oh, you and me talking right or if we actually did it during the podcast right so um that's why
1: i'm like how did you know that right like, did brandon tell you that like, exactly no, you did yeah i'm like me Podcast. That's funny, yeah right. Well yeah, thanks again for listening And we hope that you have a great week And um hope that we will see you If you're in the Richwood area This coming Sunday, 9 and 10.30 For our services in the morning And night of worship at 6 o'clock in the evening See ya
0: You guys have a good day And maybe Brandon wore another tie Not having <laughs>